Yo, got up, grabbed my hashtag Rise and Grind planner, went downstairs, as I normally do, <laughs> went downstairs into what I am calling my daughter's new apartment complex, or her, her new flat, her new suite, uh, whatever, you, whatever you want to call it. So my 11-year-old has decided that she's old enough now to move out of the house. Uh, or, or to move away from the house. <laughs> and so she has moved into our basement. She's moved into the basement. We have a couple bedrooms down there. That's where my office is. And so she's she's moved down there and uh, basically taken over the entire basement. So she's got a 3,000 square foot. Our basement is 3,000 square feet. So she, she now at 11 years old has her own 3,000 square foot apartment is what I call it or suite or whatever you want to call it. It's huge, right? She's got a movie theater down there. She's got an extra living room. She's got a fitness center. Uh, she has all of those things down there in the basement. And so I traveled down into her new domain quietly to make sure not to wake her up, of course. Don't want to wake up the princess and went into uh, my office. Now, once I got there, of course, I whipped out my Rise and Grind planner like I always do, my space that I use to write down my gratitude and my goals. And I opened it up, and at the very top of the planner, there was a quote that was submitted by Rise and Grind members. And this is my favorite part of the planner, which, by the way, we're collecting quotes for next year's planner Right now, um, I, I sent out an email the other day for those of you in the 67 day challenge. I sent out an email and that email has a link. If you would like to submit a quote, I will be sending out an email again today. If you've ever downloaded a copy of the morning five, I'll be sending an email, but we're collecting quotes for next year's planner. So if you'd like to submit one, now is the time. The deadline on that, I believe is like four days from now or something like that. So make sure you do that. And the quote today, this morning, as I opened up my, my planner, there was a quote in there from John Gayheimer, and the quote says this, in the darkness of the shadows, be the light. And I found it a really fitting quote, considering I had just tiptoed through the darkness, <laughs> to get to my office without waking my sleeping princess. And I thought, man, just be the light. And immediately I was compelled to go back to an experience that I had with Eric Thomas, uh, Dr. Eric Thomas, also known as E.T., the hip hop preacher. And him and I got an opportunity to spend some time together and become friends over the last couple years. And I remember I was sitting there talking to E.T. one day and I said, uh, I said, E.T., what do you do uh, when, when, when someone maybe invites you to be a part of something, but you don't necessarily 100 percent align with that? Right. And, and the reason I was asking is I had been I had been invited to speak at a conference and I wasn't necessarily aligned with some of the people that were running that particular conference. And so I said, I said, Eric, so what do you do if somebody pays you or asks you to go speak somewhere, but you don't align with that person, right? Like, what do you do in that situation? And 
Eric said something to me that I'll never forget, and I'll share it with you this morning. Eric said, Glenn, sometimes we are called to be a light in a dark room. He said, to shy away from that calling is not, is not godly. It's not what God would call us to do. God would want us to be a light in the dark room. Now, he did put a little caveat on top of that. He said, now, when you get called to be a light in a dark room, don't bring anybody with you. That's your calling. And you're calling alone. He said, so Glenn, if you're going to go speak at this event and you're not aligned with the people that have hired you, then don't promote. Don't allow your flock to come into that room. It might not be their calling to be a light in that particular room. They might might not be strong enough in their in their in their faith or in their uh, in their mental health space. They might not be strong enough to be in that particular room. So when you're called to be a light in a dark room, you go alone. When you're called to be a light in a light room, one that you aligned with, that's where you bring your flock, right? To pour into them. And I thought, man, that's really, really, really powerful, Eric. And so immediately I thought about that this morning when I read that quote, in the darkness of the shadow, be the light. And I thought, man, thank you, John, for reminding me, for reminding me that when we step into those dark rooms in those dark areas, sometimes we are required to be alone. And that lonely feeling can cause fear, doubt, trepidation. It's incredibly uncomfortable. It's much, much, much more comfortable to know that somebody's there and got your back. It's much more comfortable to know that you don't have to lead out from the front. You can blend in with the pack. It's much more comfortable. Totally get that. But here's the truth of the matter. That when you're called into those situations, though you feel alone, though you might feel fear, uncomfortableness, or trepidation, the truth of the matter is you're never alone. If God called you into that room, God's got your back. And that's a fact. Thank you, John, for your quote this morning. I greatly appreciate you. What a way to start off today's episode of Hashtag Rise and Grind. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? See, there's no excuse for you not pushing yourself to the next level. In order for you to create a new you, you must have a new mindset. When teams come together, we can create things that are greater than the sum of all of their parts. and
welcome to Hashtag Rise and Grind. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the creator of what is going to be the number one most watched morning show in the world. It is 5.30 a.m., and I hope that you are ready to rise and grind. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Thursday. That's right. Today is Thursday, September 16th, 2021. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time. It'll ever be Thursday, September 16th, 2021. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most. And I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Fair enough? Fair enough. Listen, today is also, for me, day 18 of the 67-day challenge. That's right, the 67-day challenge where me and a thousand of my closest friends are all participating in this challenge, changing the way we start our day, right? We're just doing five simple steps. No snooze button, no phone. Write down your gratitude and goals. Take care of yourself physically and then send out an encouraging message. So I am on day 18 today. I know some other people today might be day one. Some other people might be day 10, day 12, whatever in the challenge. And so I am on day 18. And I got to tell you, this morning was a little bit difficult. It was a little bit difficult to stay in the challenge. You see, last night I went to bed. Claudette's on day 18 also. That's great, Claudette. Yes, beautiful. Last night, I didn't get to bed until 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, We had a series of events that happened at the Lundy House, which tends to be the case. Uh, We we had a series of events at the Lundy House. All is amazing. All is well. Nothing bad whatsoever. Just a series of events that ultimately led to me having to stay up very late and get some things done done because I am headed out today to take my son to Universal Studios Orlando and I really wanted to uh, be able to be present with my son and so there were a lot of things that I had to get done around the house uh, in order to make it a comfortable environment for my wife in my absence and so super excited to go spend some time with him. So I was up till one o'clock in the morning and uh I was tempted to cheat a little bit, right? I was tempted to say, you know what? I'm just going to move my alarm clock a little bit, sleep a little bit later. No problem on the show. I've done the show 965 times. I'm not concerned about that. I'll be able to put it together uh, a little bit. And, And maybe I'll just do my gratitude and goals after I do the show instead of do before, you know, instead of before the show, so on and so forth, right? And then I'm like, nah, dog, it's day, tomorrow's day 18. Like you can't break the sequence. You can't break the series. It's all about the disciplines. It's all about the commitment saying, I am going to do this no matter what. That's where the growth comes from. It's not from not hitting snooze. It's not from not touching your phone, which that definitely helps your mind. There's a lot of science behind that. But the real growth from comes from the commitment you maintain with yourself. That's what it's all about. 
discipline. And so I want to say thank you to all of you that are participating in the 67-day challenge for holding me accountable. Like I've done morning five routines for years. However, I have allowed myself some flexibility here and there. Not that I never, you know, I always do it. I start every day with gratitude and goals. But I'm just saying I've allowed myself flexibility. But you holding me accountable, knowing that there's a thousand of y'all that are like, made the same commitment that I did. I've got to thank you for that. Like, I want to thank you for going on this journey with me. It's been incredible as we count down to the 1000th episode of hashtag rise and grind. I mean, I go like, if you guys go to Instagram and put in hashtag 67 day challenge, like you'll see some pretty cool stuff, man. There are a lot of different people um, that are participating in the challenge. I love seeing all the pictures. I love seeing uh, all the activities that people are doing, including their families and so on and so forth. Like, it's amazing. It's really, really amazing. And it's incredibly uh, uh, beautiful. It's really a beautiful thing. And so I just want to let, you know, anybody that's not, if you're not in the 67-day challenge, it's not too late. You can go join the 67-day challenge right now. Uh, you can you can go do that. You can go to glennlundy.com slash 67-day challenge. It's free to be a part of the challenge. Uh, we're going to celebrate it live November 5th. Like, come join, right? But ultimately, I wanted to take this time to say thank you for those that are participating. And just thank you for being on this journey with me. It really means the world to me. There is something so incredibly beautiful about community. There really is. There is something so incredibly beautiful about the people that are around you. And there's something incredibly powerful, incredibly powerful, about the role that community has in your life. I'm going to give you an example. This might throw a few of you off. You might find this surprising. Hold on tight if you're on the Peloton. I don't want you to fall off. But I'm going to give you an example of how powerful community is and can be. And I think that using an extreme example sometimes paints the picture. A few years ago, uh, I think this was in 2016, 2015 or 16, uh, it was a little bit of an interesting situation for for me in particular, uh, I was living in, in uh, Paris, Kentucky, and I, was, I, got, I got informed that the KKK was, go, was holding a rally and that they were going to be walking through the, the, the streets of uh, one of the little neighboring counties out here in Kentucky and uh, that they were, you know, that's, that's what they were going to be doing. They were going to celebrating their... Um, craziness, you know, and, and so that was an interesting feeling, first of all, to experience like, oh, okay, like, I'm literally in an incredibly fearful state at the moment. Um, but at the same time, I was a little bit fascinated. Because it's like, how could so many people have this so wrong, you know? How, how could so many people just just hate somebody? How can they hate another human that deeply that they don't know? Simply because in this case, because of the color of their skin, right? 
And so I was really fascinated by this. And so I decided uh, not to go and fight because I didn't, I, I'm not the type to pick fights. I, I spent plenty of time doing that when I was younger, but I just wanted to go witness. And so I, 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 I went and I, and I, and I, and I witnessed and what, what I saw that really blew my mind is I saw kids, five-year-olds, six years old, four years old, eight years old, dressed up in these KKK garments. And what I knew immediately is that those little kids didn't choose that wasn't a choice for them. They are a product of their environment. They are a product of the community around them, the people around them. And they're not the only ones. I know that that is an extreme example, but if you look around, you'll see it in other ways too that are not so extreme. A, a lot of times, somebody who grows up who's parents are in the world of construction, they end up in the world of construction. You find a lot of doctors whose children end up being doctors. You find a lot of entrepreneurs whose children end up being entrepreneurs, right? Denzel Washington says it this way. Denzel Washington says, if you hang around the barbershop long enough, sooner or later, you're gonna get a haircut. So this is true for me. This is true for you. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a, you know, if it, a, a car dealer. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what the occupation. It doesn't matter the belief systems. Typically, you'll fall in line with the same belief systems as your parents, unless at some point, there, uh, as you get older, you, there's a negative sense around that. Then you might go exactly extreme um, opposite, right? And it's also true, you know, it doesn't matter how crazy the environment is. Uh, for example, if you join a circus, <laughs> right? You become a part of a, of a circus or you travel with a circus, that community will become a part of who you are and what you do. And see, referring to circus, the reason I refer to that is we've been looking at the life of P.T. Barnum and his circus. And we've been looking at that all week and we've learned a lot and we're going to continue to learn a little bit from that today. Before we do, though, you know what we got to do on this show for those of you that have been here before. We got to do some dancing. Did I hit the right button on the clubhouse? Let me look. I did. Stay woke. Boom. Okay, listen, check it out. <laughs> I got to admit, I feel like I'm the breakaway girl. I love that. Hey, for those of you that know, and those of you that don't know, this is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right. I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way somebody starts their day is for you to hit that share button. This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you and I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live or you're watching on replay, say what's up and I will say what's up back. Fair enough? Fair enough. I see over on 
Instagram. I see Linda Sims is in the house. I see Claudette has been here this morning. What's up, Manon, Manone, Manone, M-A-N-O-N, Attitude, great to see you. What's up, Alloy Artist? How you doing, one Valerie Oakley? It's great to see you as well. Over in Clubhouse, I see all kinds of peace. I see Evan is in the building, Renee is in the building. What's up, Ryan Gallagher, great to see you. I see Brian, uh, Brian Insee is here this morning. Great to see you, Brian. I also see Erica and Bree and Regina and Daryl. I see Rob with the yellow book is in the house. I see Bonnie and Alan. I see Dale is up in here. Mary Lynn Wilkins. What's up, Miriam? How you doing, Michelle? That's right, you, Michelle. Michelle Meinhardt. I'm talking to you. How you doing, Georgina Chang? I am so glad that you're here as well. I also see my boy Saeed is in the building. Great to see you, Saeed. I also see Phil Dunlop is here this morning. Wow, packed house. I'm loving it. I am Burgess 305. The gift factor is up in here today. And of course, my Facebook peeps. Krista Bug in the building. Terry Collins in the building. Yeah, you need to book your room this week. Let's go, girl. Tisha White is in the building. Trendy Trenda, great to see you two days in a row. I see Caribbean Breeze. I see Gina Keys. I see Debbie Wood. Wow. Everybody's up in here on hashtag Rise and Grind. Hey, we are counting down to the thousandth episode of Rise and Grind. We're going to be celebrating that episode live in Lexington, Kentucky on November 5th. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. And I would absolutely love for you to be there. Uh, we're going to celebrate it November 5th, and then we're also going to expand throughout that whole weekend and just have an incredible experience all the way across the board. So if you haven't done so already, take 30 seconds right now. Go to growforgod.com. That's growforgod.com. Come, head on over there right now, grab a ticket, come join us. It's going to be spectacular. It really is. Thank you for joining me here today. And let's finish up this series around P.T. Barnum and the greatest showman. So in the movie, The Greatest Showman, which if you haven't seen it yet, please, 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 please take the time, I promise you. It's amazing. So in the movie, The Greatest Showman, there are two characters uh, uh, played by Zac Efron and Zendaya. And Zendaya is a black woman and the other character is a white dude. And in the movie, they fall in love and again this is in the uh, the movie takes place in the late 1800s early 1900s and so it is um you know it just wasn't a, it wasn't a place where this was the thing to do like you didn't do that back then right black folks and white folks were were uh segregated separated uh black people were looked at as a lower class a, a lower class of of human if they were even considered human and so these characters in the movie though they were not 
if they're not real they're not real life characters but they were played um uh, uh in the, in in the movie and it was really a beautiful story that it told right it captured kind of the essence of the of the time and the tabooness around what they were doing but uh the ultimate beauty in their coming together Maybe that's part of the reason why I love the movie so much is it really points out the beauty in what happens when people that are different come together. People that believe different things, that come from different backgrounds, have different experiences, that walk different, talk different. There's so much beauty in the blended, right? So much beauty in collaboration, of like-hearted humans, not like-minded. There is so much beauty in being different and yet being able to stand together in solidarity despite the differences. Not even despite, like through, like embracing the differences, despite's the wrong word. But to be able to stand together in, in solidarity and support one another it's beautiful you guys have all heard I'm a, even if you've never watched the movie i'm sure you've heard of martin luther king jr and martin luther king jr really understood this right he really believed in the beauty of us coming together and respecting one another to seeing each other as equals right he really believed this in a time where this was not a standard belief system, as crazy as that is to think. But he really believed that, and so do I. So do I. Like I 100% believe and align with Martin and P.T. Barnum in, in, in this sense. I'm 100% in alignment with them. And yet in today's society... I am noticing the world is falling apart in a lot of ways around us. Now, that doesn't mean our world, yours specifically, isn't filled with tons of opportunity because it is, as is mine. It doesn't mean your world is 100% falling apart or this is the end of the world or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying as I look around, I see a lot more division than I do people uniting. And you all know the saying, right? United we stand, divided we fall. You see, my parents, what's happening over on Facebook? Today, everybody just got kicked out on the Facebook side. Yeah, they sure did. For some reason, Facebook's kicking everybody out of the feed. Facebook hates me, by the way. Uh, maybe because I'm talking about bringing people together. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because I said um, God, right? Maybe, maybe that's it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I've just showed up here 965 times, so um, I guess we'll just keep going. With that said, <laughs> the enemy is real, my friends. Just so you know. The enemy is real. My parents knew and understood 
Um, my my parents knew and under or, or I should say know and and understand what this was like, right? For it to be taboo. My mom is white. My dad is black, and my parents fought for this. They fought for unity. They fought for coming together. They fought for love <laughs> is really what they fought for. And, and they did that for me. And they did that for my stepsister or my stepsister. They did that for me. And they did that for my sister against all opposition. I mean, there were times where my mom, they, they wouldn't let her get on a plane with us because she was white and, and we were not right. Like, uh, the, the, the scoffs, the looks, the, all of those things, my, my parents fought through that for me. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that. So incredibly grateful, but against all opposition, I think it's really important that we are all, we are all reminded of how important it is. Uh, it says it's still going on on Facebook and found you, but on my side, it's showing they just went from a hundred people to none. But that's great. I'm, I hope it is still growing. That's great. Um, but here's the thing. And here's the overall message. And I apologize for a little bit of a distraction. The key is that I want to get to. The plane that I want to land. The plane that I want to land is sometimes you have to go against the status quo. Sometimes in your life, you have to go against the status quo. Quo. Now, the status quo, for those of you that don't know what that means, status quo means the existing state of affairs, especially regarding social or political issues. Okay? That's the status quo. The existing state of affairs, especially regarding social or political issues. Sometimes you have to go against that. And now this is a very, very, very difficult thing to do. Very difficult thing to do. We, you and I, are pack animals. I don't know if anybody's ever called you that before. I hope you don't find that offensive, but we are pack animals. We are genetically designed to blend in. We are genetically designed to cooperate. We are safer in numbers. We are safer in the pack, right? We are safer in the pack. Not standing out is the safest thing to do in our society. Not standing out is ingrained in your DNA for your survival and the survival of your species. It is not natural to go against the status quo. It simply is not. Why is it not natural? Because it's dangerous. <laughs> it is not safe for you to go against the status quo. It is not safe for you to stand out. Because you and I are pack animals, just like much of the rest of the animal kingdom. You see, when you start to stand out, your body goes into like, red alert, red alert, red alert. They're looking. Oh my gosh, we're exposed. Oh no. Someone's going to think something, say something, attack in some way, shape or form. It's a dangerous place to be when you're out there all alone in today's society. It's a dangerous place to be when you go against the status quo. But there have been many before us that have done so. 
and in doing so created opportunities you and I have today. You see, maybe this is a little hard for you to process and understand right now. You might be thinking, no, I love to stand out. I'm a leader. I'm fearless. I love to jump out. And let me, let me, let me explain a little something to you. I need, I need you to really understand why this is so ingrained and why, why this is so dangerous. So let's use lions for example. Lions, the king of the jungle, right? Roar, hear me roar. Everybody wants to be a lion, right? Everybody wants to be a lion. You see the alpha lion, people got the tattoos of the lion, right? They be walking around, I'm a lion, I'm a lion. Lions not sheep, they be wearing the hats, right? Lions not sheep, which is funny because there's millions of people wearing that same hat, all following that same philosophy. I just think that's really interesting, right? But if you look at lions, a lot of people don't know this. The alpha lion actually has the shortest lifespan of all the lions. You see, a young male lion will train, study, crawl through the grass, learn all its muscles. It'll do all the things for years and years and years and years with one target, right? The target is to overthrow the alpha so he can take over the pride. He gets all the ladies and then the ladies bring him all the food and he gets to live the life of the king of the jungle, right? That's how it works in the lion kingdom. But what a lot of people don't understand is that once you become the alpha lion, now you're in the most dangerous position in the pack. Because at this point, everybody's gunning for you. Everybody wants to take you out. Every male lion in the 100 mile radius is coming after your women and your food. And now you have to fight. And guess what happens when you're a lion and you fight and you lose? You get kicked out of the pride where you don't even really know how to hunt for yourself or feed yourself because you got fat and lazy while all the ladies did all the work. And the alpha lion, once they're removed from the pride, they go off to die. Maybe they don't lose the fight. Maybe they get injured in the fight. Once they get injured in the fight, they can no longer protect. Guess what? They are expelled and sent out to die. Now that's animal kingdom. Look at today's culture. What happens in today's culture when people stand out? I don't know. Let's use some different names. Okay. What happened to Donald Trump once he started to be in the public eye? He was exposed, right? Attacked from all sides. Joe Biden, currently in the public eye, being exposed, attacked from all sides. Dangerous place to be. Look at the uh, thought leaders. Like an Elon Musk, right? Exposed, attacked from all sides, right? A Zuckerberg, exposed. Imagine me and Mark Zuckerberg being like 30-something years old, standing in front of the Supreme Court with the entire weight of, of the United States bearing down on you, being accused of creating, and maybe rightfully, I'm not saying right or wrong, but being accused of maybe creating a weapon of mass destruction. When you stand out in our society, it is a dangerous place to be. When you stand out in the animal kingdom, it is a dangerous place to be. And so instinctively, we blend. Instinctively, we stay in the pack. Instinctively, we do not buck the status quo. That is a deep-rooted, in, in, it's, it's instinctively built inside you. And here's what I want to say to that today. 
though that is the case, when you break out of the status quo, though it's dangerous, it is pure bliss. But here's the hard part. You have to choose. No one is going to do it for you. You have to choose and you have to commit to the choice. Now listen, I put that word choice on there for a reason because it is your choice you can choose to safely blend and that is a very safe place I am not saying I want everyone to be clear here I do not like being in rooms where everyone agrees with me it's totally okay for us not to agree we share the same heart we don't have to share the same mind I was built the way that I was built is that when I blended when I didn't give myself any credit, when I didn't step into who I was, when I did what everyone else around me was doing, it was the most painful season of my life. Depression, suicidal thoughts, the drugs that I would put in my body, the positions that I would put myself in, it was the most painful season of my life. The people that I hurt, the bridges that I burned, that was my experience when I chose to blend and follow the status quo. But that might be exactly how you're built. And if that's who you are, please understand that I'm not saying one is better than the other. What I'm saying is it's a choice. I don't want anyone in this room to feel as though they are stuck. I don't want anyone in this room to think, well, my parents put me in a KKK suit when I was five. Therefore, I have to continue my life in this manner. You can choose to safely blend or choose to boldly break out. Either way, know that I love you. I do, I love you. you. You have no idea how much I love you. You are a child of God. I believe that you are my brother. I believe that you are my sister. And I absolutely stinking love you for that alone. We're family, right? We're family, 100%. So make a choice today and commit. Make a choice and commit. Because see, the decisions you make as a child of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything, the decisions you make today, they matter. They matter. It might seem like little, small, tiny little things to you. I'm telling you. The choices you make today, they matter. The people you choose to be around, the things you choose to listen to, 
the opportunities you choose to lean into or choose not to lean into. Choosing to be in this room on Clubhouse, choosing to watch Rise and Grind, choosing to be behind the scenes on Instagram, all of those choices, they seem little. I'm telling you, they matter. It makes an impact on your friends, on your family members, on your coworkers. You showing up here made an impact on me. If y'all hadn't been showing up, I probably wouldn't have shown up. I've showed up 965 times because you choose to pop in here. Does that make sense? Your choices matter. You matter. You have worth, you have value, and you have a choice. But once you make the choice, you have to commit because it is dangerous and it won't be comfortable. And yet sometimes you got to go alone and be a light in dark places. I just challenge you to use your mind and choose, man. P.T. Barnum made a choice. The choice that he made was that he was going to bring people together no matter what. They burned his businesses down. He said, I'm bringing people together of all different backgrounds, all different belief systems, all different ethnicities, tall people, short people, bearded women across the board. I'm going to bring them together. We're going to travel the world and we're going to make an impact in people's lives. And they did. I'm making that same choice. I'm choosing to be in rooms of people that don't look like me, walk like me, talk like me, agree with me, believe in, believe the same things I believe. That's my choice. That's the life I'm going to live. I'm going to continue to pull people together. Because united we stand and divided we fall. That's my belief system. You choose yours. If you need more videos like this, you can go to glennlundy.com. There's tons of them up there. <laughs> if you want to talk about this a little bit more, we can go over to Clubhouse. I've got about 15 minutes over on the Clubhouse side. If you'd like to join me in Lexington, Kentucky, November 5th, I really would love for you to be there. I really would. And if you'd like to join us in the 67 day challenge, just make a choice and commit because we can do this together. I promise. Might be a little hard, might be a little difficult at first, but we can do this together. The more things that we can do together right now, <laughs> the more we can do together, the better. That's that, 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 that's my belief. So I hope you'll join me. Thanks for being here with me this morning. Absolutely stinking love you. I'm gonna let you guys go. Uh, yeah, take care. Every day I wake up is a blessing and a challenge. Ain't no stressing, I just manage. Steady building up my balance. I've been trusted with these talents to use to my advantage, to expand my vantage and level up my status. I got a calling. I feel like Solomon, forever we bowling, for heaven I'm conquering, and I'm going all in, for the 